Hello everyone, welcome back to Holding Fast to Faith. I'm your host, Brett Hill, and today we have a great message out of Matthew chapter 2, verse 11. I'm going to have one single verse, and the, the title of the message today is The Hidden Treasure of the Gift. Matthew chapter 2, verse 11. If you don't have your Bible, you can pause the podcast, run and get your Bible. Come back and join us, Matthew chapter 2, verse 11. I'm in the King James Version today, and verse 11 goes... And when they were come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented unto him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. Now, church, I, I want to tell you today, I know this may sound like a pretty... Uh, different or maybe an odd way to preach a Christmas message, but God has made it clear that sin would have to be paid for, and it would have to be paid for with blood. He, all throughout the time, through the books of Moses, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy, he, he made it clear to the children of Israel that blood would have to be paid for the price of sin, and he, he established the, the uh, sacrificial lambs and the sacrifice of goats and turtle doves and, and pigeons and things like that for various sins and various occasions. But what Jesus was getting the people used to was seeing blood shed because of sin. And, and God made it clear that, it, that blood would have to pay the price for sin. And, and, it not, and I want to tell you today, it's not just any blood though, because that was just setting them up and pointing them toward what really needed to happen. The payment for sin's transgression must be paid for with the blood of those who sin. And, and you go, oh my goodness, what are you talking about today, preacher? Well, mankind is the one doing the sinning, so mankind has to be the one doing the bleeding. Now, that's God's word. That's God's way. You remember the words, eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth, blood for blood is what God said. God's word is still real and reliable today. He hasn't changed. He's always been the same. He said, heaven and earth may pass away, but my word will never pass away. I'm never going to change what I expect. And when sin is committed, when sin is there, then there has to be bloodshed for the sin. And, and, and I know you're sitting there going, Pastor, you started out with, uh, with, a, with a scripture about baby Jesus. And why in the world are we talking about blood today? Well, I want to just, let's, let's just change gears for a minute so that I can back away from that. We'll come back to blood here in a minute. But Christmas is a time that we all buy gifts. We exchange gifts for and with each other, with those who we care for and those who we love. And we we go out and we we spend a lot of uh, lengthy times finding the gift, the right gift for this one, the right gift for that one, and, and try to find the, just the right thing that we can buy to show our love. We spend money on, on things to show our love for those people that we care about. And, and some people, they, they, uh, they buy tools for the men that like to do work. And then there's people that really likes books. And so they'll buy a really nice book for them that maybe they haven't read. And some people get those gift cards for Walmart or, or some of their favorite stores or things like that. But we, we go to great lengths to try to find good gifts for those people based on what we know about them and show them that we care enough about them to stop and go spend some of our hard-earned money on them to show the love. But 
We also go to great lengths to make our packages beautiful. Yeah, you can see a lot of the packages, in the, and, I, and I'll tell you right now, some of us do, but I, I can conceal the prize inside of a package, but you don't want me wrapping your packages for you. I, I, not for the looks anyway. Now, I can wrap it. I can grab your paper, and I can hide what you're trying to wrap up and conceal, but it's not going to look very good if I'm the one wrapping it. But the, the ladies, a lot, most of the time, the ladies will go to great lengths to, to, uh, to wrap the paper. They will go out and spend more time and money and effort on, on wrapping paper and ribbons and bows to, to make the, make the package look even more beautiful than what's inside of it sometimes. Cause they want the, they want the wrapping, the outside to look as good and as beautiful and as important as what's inside the package. Now, the, the wrapping paper is used to conceal the gift, and we all know that. So we, we spend a lot of time trying to get that wrapping paper just right. And But our kids, if you've got children or you've got grandkids and you see them, our kids can't wait to get under the tree and tear into the packages. They they see the packages and sometimes they see their names on them and, and they'll go over and shake that package and they'll rattle it and they'll pick it up and see how heavy it is and try to guess what's in it. And I, So our, our family has got to where we start we started putting numbers on packages sometimes just to make sure that the kids don't know which number they are this year we'll shuffle them up and so uh we'll have number one number two and so on and, we, and that way the kids just they're left guessing whose packages it is too instead of going hey there's my package over there and let me check it out but now, we we uh, we all need to understand, and this is part of the message to to find out what's inside of the package. The only real answer is to rip open the wrapping paper in order to get to the gift. The beauty on the outside gets ripped and torn, right? So if you're wanting what's inside of the package, the outside becomes insignificant. So listen, even the adults do it. We we are, you know, we played a game at our church and that we uh, talk about the left-right game. Some of you may know how to do it as the story goes on, as someone's reading the story, the Bible story, and there'll be the word left in it and everybody in the circle will pass their, pass their gift to the left and if the word right pops up, they'll pass the gift to the right and, and it just scrambles and shuffles the gifts. And But uh, w there's, there's a lot of people that... Uh, Look at these gifts, and and again, I want to I want to make some emphasis here, especially the ladies. You you are hard at work making the outward appearance of the packages very appealing to the eye, only to see your work torn and broken by the ones that receive the gift, so that they can receive the benefit of the gift that you spend so much time wrapping up and concealing. So the treasures are opened so the gift can be presented. Do we understand that? That's a, you know, God the Father created us. I've mentioned this in many of our messages as, we, as you've been through the podcast. If you've been following the podcast regularly, you know that God the Father created us so that he could bless us. He, he said his blessings come through his son, Jesus Christ, and he wanted a relationship with us through Jesus Christ, and we were created just for the purpose so that the creator of all the universe could bless us and pour his favor on us, and and, and we've been over this many times through many messages, and, and I want to bring that up, our, our message, the scripture today in Matthew chapter 2, these magi, wise men, came to see this child, the, the, the newborn child Jesus, and, 
God, at this point in time, was exchanging gifts with mankind this particular night. That they And God was exchanging the, the, the magi, they brought gifts, but God sent his gift into the form of a small child. And, and, and so his gift was Jesus, this small child. And, and listen, God the Father... Uh, God the Father wanted to give us the best gift that he could possibly give us, and so he, he sent in the form of a baby. And I know that nobody looks at a baby and goes, oh, you know what, that's an ugly baby. Put that one back over there somewhere and trade it for a better looking baby. You know, babies are precious. Babies are beautiful. And, and we love to see babies. It don't matter whose baby they are. A perfect stranger can walk down the road and we see their baby. We meet them in a store somewhere and we see their baby. And it just makes you smile because babies are precious. And, and when you see a child, it's a precious gift. And God the Father sent his son Jesus as a gift to mankind. These magi and wise men, they also brought their treasure boxes to present what was in them. And they, they had to open their treasure. They were exchanging gifts. God sent his gift first. He was the first one to give one, but they showed up and they had to open their treasure in order to present their gift. The scripture says as they opened their treasure boxes, they presented gold and frankincense and myrrh. And had they not opened their boxes, the gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh wouldn't have remained a mystery until the boxes were opened by somebody. Now, that, and, I, and just to reiterate, there's nothing more precious, more beautiful than the baby. God's package was perfect. It was beautiful. It was amazing to look at. And Gabriel had even come down and spoke to the shepherds to come see the baby lying in a manger. And those shepherds out in the field right there at the towers of the flock, they showed up. They saw this beautiful baby, this outward appearance of the gift that God had given also. But the true treasure was inside. The true treasure was not the outward appearance of this beautiful baby. It was what was inside. And every Christmas, we see dozens of manger scenes around our communities. We, we see the Mary and Joseph and the farm animals, the, the, uh, the camel and the sheep and the donkey and, and all these things. These, these are really nice manger scenes and, and they tell a really beautiful story. The, the precious baby though, is the centerpiece of this story. You see the manger right dead center of the little barn stall with Mary and Joseph on each side and, and sometimes there's angels and there's shepherds standing around and, there, and then there's sheep and and my wife and I were at the hospital just a few days ago visiting and uh, we noticed this really nice looking, all these uh, characters was four or five feet tall, beautiful, beautiful nativity scene and these characters look so lifelike and I looked right in the middle and I said, April, there's no baby Jesus. The, someone had taken the baby Jesus out of the manger. The scene had no baby. Now, without that precious little baby, it's a barnyard full of uh, full of animals. It's not really uh, what it's supposed to be. The baby is the centerpiece. The manger scene in front of our in front of the uh, the the cities and the town halls and some of the pulpits and and things like that at this time of the year. The manger scene displays this package that God had given. The gift that God had given was the centerpiece of all these nativity scenes. It's the most important thing that God has ever given us, but the package concealed 
the gift, the real gift, the treasure of God's gift is God's blessing to us. Is It's inside. The re, it's revealed after the package is torn. It was not just the baby that we needed. This sweet child wrapped in swaddling clothes, though how beautiful and precious this baby certainly must have been, God's righteousness was out for blood. God's system of justice demanded blood. And with no hope, no chance, no future, mankind was destined to pay for our sins with our own blood and until God the Father decided to send us a gift and, and, and it was wrapped in swaddling clothes. Now, I, I want you to understand that it was important for Jesus to show up. It was important for the virgin birth. It was also very important for Jesus to grow up and teach us his word and share his words with us and for people to witness the, the miracles that he performed and for people to see all the great things that he did and for his disciples that he trained to write down his words and share those things so that they would be passed on to us. All these things are extremely important to us. The Bible says that Jesus grew in wisdom and statue and he gave us words, he taught us, he educated us, he gave us the Bible so that we would know God's will and all that stuff is important to us. But the most important part is not that baby that is lying in the manger. The most important part is not the word that Jesus was growing up to tell us because what we needed, what we had to have more than anything else, the most important package that we needed, the most important gift that mankind, you and I needed because of what Adam and Eve had done in the Garden of Eden and caused mankind to be corrupt, caused us to be sinful by nature. What we needed was some blood shed for us and we couldn't shed our own blood. Our blood is not worthy. Your blood is not worthy today. You couldn't shed your blood for our sins. It, it would only pay the price for you and it still wouldn't redeem you. Sin's debt had to be paid and this, this gift of salvation that God gave us was when the grown Jesus, when that baby was, was opened up when the outward side of the package was torn and he and he ripped open and he stretched his arms out on that cross and the nails was driven into him and his flesh was torn and that precious, precious gift inside of him was poured out on the cross and poured out upon the ground and, and shed for you and me. That was the gift. That was the gift that said sin's debt was paid for once and for all through God's gift to you and I of this young child that was in his mother's arm there in that manger there was a gift that God had prepared for us that until the package was opened up, until the package was ripped to shreds and, and torn, he's, as he sat there at the table with his disciples and he, and he broke the bread, he said, this is my body. It's my body. It's broken for you. It's torn for you. It's going to be shed for you. This is my blood that's going to be poured out for you. This is my gift to you. This is my offering to you that will pay your debt, that's going to pay off your sin sacrifice. You'll never have to worry about it again. I'm going to pay that price. So I want you to understand today that if this young child had not been born, if this, this beautiful baby, this gift that God had given, had he not been torn open, you would have never received the most precious gift of salvation that was poured out for you. And I want you to know as you sit around the Christmas tree this year, and maybe you're singing carols with your family, and maybe you're, you're singing songs and rejoicing and having fun, and as those packages are passed out, those beautifully wrapped packages, you need to understand that the gift inside the treasure inside that hidden treasure of the gift 
Let yourself remember this message today that, that you don't get to the hidden treasure. You don't get to the most precious thing without ripping open the outside and the outside being torn. Let it remind you of the price that Jesus Christ paid for you this year. Let it remind you of the heavy price that he gave. He volunteered. He willfully gave his life for you to pour out his blood so that your sin could be forgiven, so my sin could be forgiven. Jesus Christ came in the form of that child. He grew up to be a man and he stretched his arms out on that cross and volunteered to shed his blood, that perfect gift that keeps on giving. Every time that you sin, that blood is still just as good the moment that you sin when you call out on him as it was back there at the cross of Calvary. Every time that you mess up, every time that you get it wrong, every time that you just wake up one morning messed up in your head and you just don't understand how bad things are and the frustration begins to hit you, I want to tell you today that the blood of Jesus Christ is still just as good. It's still just as valid today as it was the day that he shed his blood on the cross of Calvary and you can still call out upon his name. He'll still answer you. His blood still saves. It still, it still forgives. It still delivers. His blood still heals. His blood is everything that we will ever need and it was shed just for you, the greatest gift that you could ever have and let it remind you this year every time that you tear open a package that Jesus Christ was torn open for you so that you could call out upon his name. If you don't know Jesus today, if you're sick in your body and you need healing, that blood is healing. By his stripes, we were healed. Uh, as Isaiah said, 700 years before he was born, Jesus Christ shed his blood. And for every need that you will ever have, he said, if you are thirsty, you can come to me and drink what I have for you and you'll never thirst again. He is. He provides all the needs. You'll be lacking nothing because of the blood that he shed for you. He is the one. His blood is the one. It's the answer. He says, no man will get to the Father but through me. How do you get to the Father through him? Through faith in the blood that he shed, the sacrifice. He said, if I be lifted up on that cross, I'll draw all men unto me. He didn't say everybody but. He said, all men. Your price has been paid today by the precious blood of Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God that came to give remission of sins. Your your price has been paid. Your sin has been paid for. All you have to do is accept that through faith through Jesus Christ and let his death be your death. Let his tomb be your tomb and let his resurrection be your resurrection to life for eternity because Jesus Christ gave his life to pay your price and you'll never have to pay it again. You'll never have to worry about dying. Oh yes, your flesh may pass away, but your spirit is alive. And, and if you have Jesus Christ in your heart, if you've received him as Lord and Savior, that blood has paid for your life so that you can have an eternity with Jesus Christ and you won't have to face death. Jesus faced it for you. Yes, and I know some people don't understand what I'm saying here, but the flesh, it's corrupt. It's born into sin. The flesh is sinful, but your spirit is of Jesus Christ. If you're born again through faith in Jesus Christ, this temple that we live in, that we call our body, it will decay. It will get old. It will fall away, but it's just a dirt suit. It's not going to last, but the eternal spirit that's inside of you, it will last. It's the spirit of God that has come into you. You've been made alive. You've been quickened by the 
blood of Jesus Christ if you know Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior and that's going to live forever. Your death has already taken place and your price has already been paid by the precious blood of that little baby that came in the virgin birth there in Bethlehem that laid in that manger that day. And if you don't know Jesus Christ today, you're missing out on the best gift that you could ever have. You're missing out on an eternal gift that keeps on giving. It's not one that you'll lay to the side and get tired of it. It's not one that won't be useful. It's not one that you want to keep the receipt and carry back to the store and get your money back. This gift right here is the gift of eternal life. It's the gift of healing. It's the gift of your prosperity in your soul and in your spirit. It is the gift that keeps on giving and its blood will always be there for you. And it will always be useful throughout eternity. You're not going to ever put away the blood of Jesus Christ once you apply it to your life. And, and that's through faith in him. And I want to ask you today, if you haven't received Jesus Christ, I want you to know that the greatest thing that you could ever do, the greatest gift you could give yourself this year is faith in Jesus Christ and receive that eternal salvation through his blood, through the Lamb of God that came to take away the sins of the world. As John the Baptist had said when he was standing out there in that river baptizing people, and I know I'm pulling out a lot of scripture, but I I challenge you to get in the Bible and read it and let the word come to life in you and tell you these stories, but Jesus Christ has given you himself as the best gift that you could ever receive. And as we celebrate his birthday, and as we celebrate the gift that God has given us through his son, Jesus Christ, remember that blood. Receive Jesus Christ today. Get the best gift you could ever have. I want to pray with you today. Dear Jesus, if there's anyone out there that don't know you, God, I ask that you touch their hearts right now with your Holy Ghost conviction. Come upon their lives and show them where they need you. Explain to them, Lord, let their let that heart rate get up. Let those nerves go to shaking, Lord. Get their selves to thinking about why they need you, Lord, and show them. God, the way that they need and let them ask you into their heart as their Lord and Savior. God, I pray that everybody listening today receives you as Lord and Savior if they don't know you. God, so that they too can have the best gift that was ever given to them, the gift that keeps on giving, the gift that never wears out, the gift that is eternal and is everlasting and was full of joy and will bring joy to their hearts this Christmas season. God, I thank you so much for your faithfulness in our life, and I pray that you touch the lives of the listeners this year, God, so that they understand how much you love them and how much you care for them, that you sent your only son to die on that cross to give them the life, to shed that precious blood that was torn open, that gift that was torn open, to pour out their precious blood for them. God, we praise you. We thank you so much. And thank you for touching your listeners and blessing your listeners around the world. In the name of Jesus, I pray and ask it. Amen. Thank you, Lord God. Listen, folks, if you've been listening to this message today and you've received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, go tell somebody about it. Don't keep it a secret. You're made an overcomer by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of your testimony. Let people know the good news that you've received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Tell somebody else so that they too can receive this precious gift, this package of this little child that was torn open and shed his blood as 
as the Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world that stretched his arms out on the cross to give his life for you. Tell somebody about that. Let him let them receive that precious gift today in the name of Jesus. God bless you. I hope to see you on the next one. I, and I pray that you stick with us throughout the next year and God prospers you until he calls us home. Amen. God bless you. We'll see you on the next one.